First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. Andrew has an interesting story from over the uh, over the weekend. You were in New York City. Yep. And uh, to drive around, instead of taking a yellow cab, you took an Uber. Well, we walked a lot, which was unfortunate for me and my legs. But uh, <laughs> once it's good exercise. <laughs> no, it was good exercise. But on the way uh, home, we went from our hotel to Grand Central Terminal to take the train back to Poughkeepsie. And our Uber driver got to talking to us, and he asked us where we were from, and we said, well, we live in Utica. And he says, oh, I've been to Utica. I ran the, the Boilermaker Road Race. And I go, wait, what? And his and he's from Ethiopia. He's an elite runner from Ethiopia. Worku Bayi is his name, B-E-Y. What year did he I. run? So looking back at the race results, he's run three times, <clears throat> 20, uh, 2006, 2009, and 2017. His best finish was in 2009, fourth place with a time of 44.28. Wow. Uh, at a 4.47 pace. And how is his English? Because I, I'm usually on the stage yeah. uh, doing the uh, when you do the awards for the elites, and many of them do not even speak English. No, so his English was actually very good. His wife, her name is Bizunesh Deba, who's also, but they're, they live in Bron- the Bronx now. Okay. So for the I, first, I bet running is what brought them to the United States. It is. He says, if I don't run, I don't get paid. Uh, so he, he's he's actually had an injury now. So he's um, since the injury. If car don't run, I don't get paid. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. That's but, the new. But thir- but he's thirty years old, and his 30 wife's years thirty-three. Old. Wow. His wife uh, was an elite runner as well. She won the Boston Marathon at one time. Uh, back in 2014. Wow, that is so cool. And he said now because of his injury, he's just training other young athletes now. But, okay. But they moved to the Bronx. So when he ran the first two times, he was from, you know, you know the the Boilermaker historic results say Ethiopia, Ethiopia. But it said USA for his uh, run in 2017 when he finished 48-25. He finished 24th oh, so then he, he was, was the resident in the of the Bronx. States. Okay. Yeah. You know what's wow. funny is I've heard so many people say over the years something like, you know, wouldn't it be amazing if an American won the Boilermaker yeah, and they beat yeah. some of these elites? Yeah. Well, I think that's the best chance yes. we've got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a relocation. You may be right. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, he, I said American so, by way of Ethiopia. So I said, well, where do you train now? And he says, oh, well, well, my wife and I will run in Central Park or there's parks in the Bronx that he runs. Or yeah, it's that, not like you that, need yeah. a training center. Right, exactly. Right. So uh, yeah, but that was I mean of all the Uber drivers that we could have uh, we could have had, it was an elite runner that from is the Boilermaker. So cool. Yeah, you know these are the guys that when it's seven o'clock in the morning and they're getting ready to to run the Boilermaker, they'll like run from their hotel in downtown Utica <laughs> yeah. to, the, to the starting line. Oh, you got to loosen up. You know? I guess that's uh, that's how you loosen up. <laughs> and what was funny was I will add this one more time is he he had said that even. He had problems with the heat the last time that he ran it. He says, man, it was so hot. I, I mean, I didn't even want to finish. Yeah. <laughs> so. There have been a couple of hot, humid yeah. humid days. Uh, Samantha Colosimo-Testa is running for a seat back on the uh, Common Council in Utica. Uh, she'll be running for a council-at-large seat in the upcoming city election. And she is on the line right now. We, Samantha, good morning. I'm definitely not running the Boilermaker in 46 minutes, I'll tell you that one. So <laughs> I'll stick with the consulate. That's pretty impressive yeah. right there. <laughs> so um, we heard some some unbelievable news on Friday that the city has completely backed out 
of any uh, any financial role in the upcoming parking garage, and they kind of left this. They've walked away from Pisani and said it's all yours. You you deal with it. Yeah, which I, I again I don't understand how you could sign a memorandum of agreement and just totally walk away from you know something that you have you have an obligation to pay for. So that by the way, you by the way, with a monetary amount. That what what was the uh, what was the agreement? The MOA. And what what was it? Was it sixty forty? The obligation. Yeah, it was basically the obligation that the city um, owed in payment of the parking garage. So what they did was they came up. I think it was six. I, I, I have the sheet on my phone, and I I don't want to look it up. Okay, right yeah. for a second. But um, it said sixty forty. I think the obligation was about thirty seven million dollars total for the parking garage, um, which included not only the parking garage. Uh, but Kennedy for, for the downtown hospital, but for Kennedy parking garage as mm-hmm. well, right. which I think that they came to a total cost of $3 million. And then they were looking at state grants um, to help pay for the total cost. So I, I figured it out. I think the cost was like maybe like three, three to five. I, I can't remember. Depending if they did 20 or 30 years on the loan, okay. it was anywhere from three to $500,000 um, for a payment to the, to the parking garage, which also included Kennedy Plaza parking garage. And now, then I found it. Right. You know, funny when they were talking about the conversation that the city put that obligation for, they were already obligated to pay that anyway. So they did no favor by, you know, and what I read in Tony's, or excuse me, the county executive's press release was that um, that he, he's the one that requested that change. Um, the change the of the $3 million. For the, for, the, yeah. for the Kennedy Plaza project to the downtown hospital. Mm-hmm. So back in, back in, and if you look at the city's budget, again, you cannot continue to tout, tout an $8 million reserve fund and, you know, all this in, all this investment inside the area, you know, and continue to claim property. I understand that the, uh, you know, the pandemic, uh, you know, took a toll on, on many people's budgets. Um, however, they just came out with, a, I think it was maybe a 0 to 1% tax increase for this past year's budget. But they also saved almost, I think the, the total expenditure at the end of the year's budget, when they when they put it out and passed it, was fifty nine million, and our total budget was seventy five billion. So they budgeted for seventy five million and almost and only spent fifty nine million out of that total budget, according to what they according to what they posted on the city website when they presented their 2020, yeah, yeah. 21, 22 budget. But again, I mean, like, how, how many? How do you sign? And I'm not saying that the sixty forty amount was was fair, but again, the mayor had signed that. You know, and presented it to the council. And again, it was an agreement. It, it wasn't anything binding, or the city would be obligated sure, to right. pay that sixty forty right. no matter what. So when he presented it to us, you know, we kind of said, you know, why don't you look at a redistribution of sales tax dollars to cover up for the garage? And you know, maybe the city can get it in that aspect while you still pay that forty percent. So you know, we did explore some of those options. You know, once the agreement had was sent to us and, and passed. But when I looked at, I think it was back in November. Uh, Councilman Miola had made a announcement or a press release, or somebody had picked up on it that they were they didn't feel that they could afford the city budget. Uh, the, the city budget couldn't afford um, the payment towards the downtown hospital. So okay, I said again, I'm looking at the budget. I'm trying to figure out you know what's happening in this budget that other municipalities can afford to still you know do these types of things, and we can't. And if you look back, I think it was May the council meeting in May, they had bonded for 11.6 million dollars. Um, in an ordinance, and part of the bonding ordinance was towards parking garages. So again, I mean, you've known about this obligation for four right, years that right. you could possibly mm-hmm. have to pay the county for the, a downtown hospital garage that, 
you know, you had claimed to fame. I mean, you have a, let's, let's look at the downtown hospital. And again, I, I, I don't want to get into the ins and outs of whether people agree where it's supposed to be or where it's not. But you had, you know, a gentleman by the name of Steve Wynn donate $50 million inside mm-hmm. a city that, you know, yes, he's here from, but make, make, is making up that obligation. And we can't even spend $300,000 a year towards a parking garage that benefits the residents in our city. Not yeah. only, not only towards the cost of the whole entire hospital, but, it just doesn't make any sense to me, and it's kind of it's kind of embarrassing that here we are four years later, and the city just decides to walk away from it. To me, if I was well, anybody in this city, I would never make an agreement with anybody. Let's just say the uh, the mayor had uh, had, according to Tony Pacini, the mayor had said, "Listen, I I just feel like the uh, the 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 common cousin have the appetite for moving forward on this project." Um, now. Uh, the problem with that is, so that's basically saying, listen, it's the council. I, yeah. I can't control the council. Only <laughs> I'm only able to control the council on term limits and my raise. That's where I control the council. Um, everything Wait, else. And this, and this is the funny part to me. So back in 2017, he went and signed a memorandum agreement with, with County Executive Presenti and then sent it to us. So why is it different now that you can't come up with an agreement and see yeah, that that's yeah. something that the council would be interested in signing? So he he wanted it in the you know to be in the limelight when it came to signing the memorandum of agreement, and now he wants nothing to do with it. So again, I mean, it's you just you can't continue to say it's okay for me here, but it's not okay for me there, and that's really right, what it's coming right. down to. Now, was the now this obviously is a different council now than than when you were on the council when this was signed, what was the appetite of the council then? It was, it was nine to zero. I mean, there was, and there's still three, I think three or four people on the council now that were on the council when they signed it in 2017. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if somebody's, you know, just saying I'm putting my foot down. Cause let's, let's be honest. Somebody says jump. Everyone says, let's help, let's say, let's help, let me know how high instead of questioning what's really going on, yeah, yeah. you know, and that's, and that's where I get frustrated. And I'm kind of like saying, you know, maybe you shouldn't say things unless you understand totally what's going on. And when I, I didn't listen to the interview um, on Friday, but somebody had messaged me and said, did you hear what happened? And I said, no. And that's kind of when I started putting the pieces to the puzzle. Right, I talked right. to somebody from the county, started talking to somebody from the city. And I'm like, well, how could the city say it's okay for their obligation for a Kennedy Plaza parking garage when it was already in the initial agreement? I mean, you're like saying, oh, I gave you $3 million, even though I was already obligated to already do that. That's yeah. not how things work. You right. know what I mean? And I just, you just hit this huge, giant structure in the middle of downtown Utica now mm. with, you know, the city not making any type of effort to even put in any investment. Well, and Nexus, you know? uh, the, the Nexus won't come. Yeah, there's the no investment either. there either. But there are, you, there are major, major benefits. All of a sudden, there's, this just didn't happen. All of a sudden, people are, are investing downtown. And and that right. is except for the thing. city, Ex- yeah. <laughs> right. You just you just like it, we'll talk, and I I don't want to jump into this yet because I kind of want to finish up where we are with the parking garage. Yeah. But again, I mean, you have all these you do have all these be- benefits of what's going on in downtown Utica. I mean, and has the city has the county asked for any obligation towards the Nexus Center? I mean, have they asked for any obligation towards the you know the auditorium where you know everyone's right. colors yeah. are the comets colors and everyone's touting everything that's going on, but yet. You're really, truly not making that investment to what's going on in your area. Well, what you're I referencing mean, there, the comets colors, the mayor's, the mayor's political signs were green and blue. The comets colors, you're talking, you're talking little things here and there. Yeah, but again, I, I mean, yeah. somebody that's worked on eight city budgets, I kind of find it really hard. 
that they can't afford it when they just bonded for $11.6 million in, in serial yeah. bond ordinances, yeah. which I find bizarre because they just got, they're getting $60 million. So why, why wouldn't you wait to see what you could spend that money on? It's just, mm-hmm. it's just you know, again, I, I, the never-ending I, cycle of just flying by I, the seat of your pants and seeing what's working and what doesn't. I have one minute. Uh, we, we have one minute left. Somebody said to me over the weekend, and I thought it was an interesting, I, it kind of got my attention. The person said, the city's not paying anything for Nexus. How much of a benefit does the city get from having the hospital downtown? Because they gave up uh, property tax revenue. And the other thing is, they said to me, the person said, look, if they were going to build the, the hospital in New Hartford or in Yorkville or New York Mills, do you think they'd be billing New York Mills to, to put it there? It's touted as a regional asset. Why does Utica, why should Utica be in, have skin well, in the I game? Think, I think that that's where the county takes the responsibility of taking that certain percentage and putting that in there. The city, they never asked the city to pay for the infrastructure in and around that building. They've never asked for them to pay for, you know, paving and, you know, taking care of buildings that weren't, you know, they were dilapidated. I mean, there, they, there's really nothing that the county yeah. has asked the city to do other than the obligation for the parking garage. Unless the city's done something and spent millions of dollars that I don't know about, I can only tell you on the surface of what I've known. All right. Uh, you can't I, tell me that. What, and just to go back to that Court Street project where they had taken that mm-hmm. building from Vincent Bailey, the city could never put up that building for $600,000. Five years ago. So what changed in and around that area that they're now benefiting as a city from selling buildings and whatnot in, in and around that area. All right, Samantha, thank you. We'll uh, we'll continue this. Thank you. I appreciate Thanks. you coming right, on. Okay. Take care. Uh, right. Samantha Colasso-Motesta running for council at large.